God bless you. My name is Raphael Agadama, and I am nothing without the Holy Spirit. And on fire for today, I'll be teaching on the topic reloading. Reloading. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you. Thank you for your help. You are that very present help in trouble. So we don't go through trouble alone. You are inside that trouble with us. We don't go through the waters alone. You are inside the water with us. We don't pass through the fire alone. You are the fourth man in that fire. Thank you, Lord. Let everyone under the sound of my voice experience your lifting power. And let your miracle fire visit their homes, bringing them help, hope, succor, and miracles. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Reloading. If you are conversant with video games, mobile games, especially that has to do with shootings and adventure, especially when it is more like a team, it's a two-player or you have a team, or you are conversant with battles and war movies, you'll be acquainted with this particular phrase. Either I'm reloading or cover me. These are two phrases that you'd hear in when it comes to shooting games or it comes to war movies that has to do with the military, with battles, or with rifles. You would hear cover me. You would hear I'm reloading. You would hear cover me. You would hear I'm reloading. Or you would hear go, I'll cover you. These phrases are very, very important phrases when it comes to war, when it comes to battle, when people are under fire, when something is at stake. And we remember, Scripture spoke about the life of the believer. The Bible says, That no good soldier would meddle with civilian affairs if he wants to please his commanding officer. <laughs> That's what the Bible says. No good soldier. The message version says, no good soldier will be found in the marketplace bargaining and doing all of those civilian stuff if he wants to please his commander. So scripture has likened the believer to a soldier. And Paul has made us understand that we are soldiers for Christ. No wonder the Bible says our weapon of warfare, they are not what? They are not carnal, but they are mighty through Christ to the pulling down of strongholds. So what exactly am I trying to say here? I'm trying to say to you that you are Christ's soldier. But like Twila Paris will say, even soldiers sometimes 
they need a quiet place to rest. Even warriors sometimes will have to drop their guns and cry. What I'm saying here is that there's a time in your life where you would be reloading. And when you are reloading, you need somebody to cover you. Reloading does not mean that you are no longer a soldier. You are reloading does not mean that you have been disqualified. You are reloading does not mean that you are not powerful. You are reloading does not mean that you have failed. You are reloading only means that you are out of armor and you need to reload and refill before you can get back to fire again. And in that time, you will need somebody to cover you. So the Bible says, Ecclesiastes chapter 4 verse 10, For if, and let me read from verse 9, Ecclesiastes 4 verse 9, it says, Two are better than one, because they have a good reward for their labor. For if they fall, hear me, hear me, it didn't say if one falls, it said if they fall, <laughs> the one will lift up his fellow. But woe to him that is alone when he falleth, for he hath not another to help him up. That is, cover me, <laughs> I'm reloading. So it is not that you don't have faith in God anymore, but it is a period where you are out of armor, out of supply, out of answers. There's no strength at the moment. You feel confused at the moment. You feel weak at that period. It looks as if things are not working the way you want them to work. It looks as if uh, you're trying to pray, but that prayer is not, it, it looks as if it hits the wall and it's coming back at you. It looks as if you are in that period where you feel that God is distant, but you know that he is not. It is not that you don't believe in God anymore, but there's no strength to push. At that moment, you need reloading. And while you are reloading, you need somebody to cover you. I'll give you an example. There is a kind of reloading that is the Adulam pattern of reloading. It is that pattern that David would withdraw and go to the caves and there He's spending retreat time with the Lord. Away from the trouble. Remember his trouble that drove him there. Oh. Remember. Remember it's firepower. The power was too much. The trouble was too much. That's why any believer who thinks that trouble times are times that signify that God has left you, then you don't even know the Lord. You don't even understand this race that you came into. Because as a soldier of Christ... There will be battles. There will be battles. And it's not battles that are meant to swallow you up. It's battles that have already been won. God wants you to just stay there and clear up the victory and put on the flag. Are you hearing me, child of God? The Bible talks about a destruction that wasted at noonday. Things will happen, but he says, it shall not come near you. Only with your eyes will you see and behold the reward of the wicked. But the thing is, remember scripture says that 
if somebody is overtaking with a fault, gather around him, rally around him. That is cover me. Because in that moment, that person needs to reload. But there are times we've seen people who are out of armor in the body of Christ and they need to reload. And instead of getting covering, we discover that they, they leave them open. They castigate them. They talk about them. They emphasize their weaknesses. They emphasize their failures. They say, ah, this one is not... They say, ah, he's not strong in the spirit. But that is reloading. David had a problem. The battle began inside his house. The place where he trusted most. Javelins were being thrown at him. Shots were being fired. I don't know if you've ever been in that place before. Where the place where you call home, suddenly attacks are beginning to come. That's why if you are alone in the time of trouble, woe unto you, say scripture. I'm not the one that said it. <laughs> so what does it mean? David ran for his life. But he was not just running aimlessly. He knew the road to where covering was. He ran to Ramat Gilead. The Bible says, I want to read this for you. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. First Samuel 19 verse 18. He said that, so David fled and escaped and came to Samuel, to Ramah, and told him all that Saul had done to him. Hey! And he and Samuel went and dwelt in Nioth. And it was told Saul, saying, Behold, David is at Nioth in Ramah. And Saul sent messengers to take David. And when they saw the company, of the prophets prophesying and Samuel standing as appointed over them, as a covering over them, as one who sits over them, who oversees them. <laughs> the Spirit of God was upon the messengers of Saul. And they also prophesied. And when it was told Saul, he sent other messengers and they prophesied likewise. And Saul sent messengers again the third time and they prophesied also. They went, then went he also to Ramah and came to a great well that is in Sechu. And he asked and said, where are Samuel and David? And one said, behold, they be at night in Ramah. And he went thither to night in Ramah. And the spirit of God was upon him also. And he went on and prophesied until he came to Nioth in Ramah. And he stripped off his clothes and also and prophesied before Samuel in like manner. And lay down naked all day and all that night. Whereof they say is Saul also among the prophets. David was out of armor. He didn't know how to handle the situation again. It was pressing. It was emotionally draining. His, his trust had been betrayed. His hope and his love had been punctured. Things were happening to him. He did not know how to express himself. And all his armor was out. He didn't know the next thing to do anymore. He was out of armor. He needed reloading. And Samuel was covering him. You will, never, you will not be always strong, you will not be always strong. Even the Lord Jesus had times when he was not strong. He had those times. And in agony he cried. In agony he cried. If it is your will, let this cup pass. 
nevertheless not my will but your will be done you see when he was done praying the angels of god came and strengthened him so every believer has their weak times their down times the times when they are out of armor when they need to reload this second kind of reloading is the reloading i'm talking about the reloading that happens at rama where you have a prophet where you have a pastor i'm not talking about prayer partner now where you have somebody over you the bible said that samuel was standing there as appointed over them when trouble strikes there's a place that trouble cannot enter it cannot enter into rama <laughs> when trouble came kilometers meters away from rama the messengers began to prophesy they heard the anointing the power the glory zatulia career Saul thought that it was child's play and he tried to break in. His own was worse. He prophesied naked from morning till evening. There is such a thing as covering. The next kind of covering is the covering you get from your brethren. It's the covering you get from your prayer partner. It's the covering you get from your friend. The Bible said that when they fall, it means that everybody's strength is different. So two of us may fall now and I will stand up before you. So because I stood up before you, I'll be able to take you out of the fire zone. I'll be able to take you out of the line of battle. I'll be able to take you to a safe place where you can recover, retreat, recover, reload, and then you can now refire. We did camp meeting. We did camp meeting in, in Kaduna, Camp Siloam. And it was refill, refuel, refire. Because everybody needs reloading. The time will come. For Elijah, the time came. He went into the wilderness. He said he wanted to die. The Elijah of our time, who, took, who locked the clouds and threw the keys in his pocket and said, except by my word, there will not be rain. A day came when the words of a woman made him depressed. He said, God do to me, even as you have done to these prophets, if by the end of today, your head is not, is not rolling down. Kabaya. Elijah became depressed. He needed to reload. And when he got there, God said to him, mm, What doest thou here, Elijah? He said, I'm the only one left. Say, my friend, calm down. It's the journey ahead. It's too great for thee. He ate twice. He was reloading. I don't know what you are going through. I don't know if you feel like you are alone. You feel like God has left you. You feel weak. You feel like you're battling with one sin or the other. You feel like there's an addiction that is choking you up. You feel like there's, there's, there's so much pressure. You are in debt. You are in pain. You've been betrayed. You've been, you've been, uh, words of condemnation have been spoken over you. You're in a place where it looks like it's a dry place and you can't find water. If you are alone in this period of your life, it is dangerous. It says, for when they fall, the one will help the other. You need a circle. You need a prophet. You need a friend. I'm praying over you right now. I told you, when you're reloading, it doesn't mean that all hope is lost. It doesn't mean that you're not born again anymore. 
It doesn't mean that the anointing is not there anymore. You may not feel it. You may not sense it and all of that. But it's because you are reloading. And in that moment when you are reloading, you are most vulnerable. And that is when you need cover. That is when you need help. That is when you need somebody to cover for you. And when you are done reloading, you stand up greater and better. The Bible says, even though I fall seven times, I, 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 I will rise again. The essence of reloading so that you can stand up and refire. As you listen to me, strength surges into your bones. Help comes for you by the Spirit of God. Receive strength. Receive the gifts of good men as friends, as covers, as prophets, as brothers. In the name of Jesus Christ. Let it be so. In Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Remember also that you should also be a cover when your brother is down. Do not be the one that will punch the last punch that will kill him. Do not be the one that will say the last word that will defeat him. Do not be the one that will put a bullet in him. Arm robbers are the ones who do that. They put bullets in their partners because they cannot take them away. They cannot cover them and they don't want their secrets to be exposed. So they shoot him. Soldiers don't do that. The police don't do that. Because one soul is important to them. But how come in the kingdom or in the body, we see people who put the last bullets in their friends, in their brothers, in their pastors, in their covers. So as much as you need reloading and you need cover, you also need to learn to be a cover to people. Till they are strong. Till they are able to bounce back again. Because everybody will get to a point where they will need to reload and they will need cover. The Lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. May he be gracious unto you and give you peace by all means in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. I'd like you to write me. Tell me how this has blessed you. Send me a message. I like your feedbacks. Your feedbacks keep me encouraged. Your feedbacks make me want to do this again and again. And also be part of our partnership team. You can join the Fire for Today team. We need lots of people, volunteers, to help in editing, to help in transcribing, to help in designing, to help in publicity. You can join that team. You can join the 300 tribe and be one of my finest strong men, strong women, who would hold my hands and see that this gospel reaches the ends of the earth. I'd like you to join. You could also be a financial partner and send in your seeds and your gifts to keep fire for today running and to help me get to places that the gospel has never gotten to. Thank you so much as you do this. Remember, do not be afraid. Only just believe.